Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with Jun Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast. Welcome to the first episode of 2022. We hope you are doing well. We hope you had a very safe uh, New Year, relaxing holiday. Hopefully, uh, you were able to recharge a bit. Uh, not Roma, though, Andy. Uh, was it on New Year's Day that we found out that uh, Joe Sacramento was leaving? They were <laughs> they were kind enough to give us a full yeah. 24 hours. I think it might have been the second. I don't know. It was either the first or the second where we found out. Um, mm-hmm. So there was no no rest for them. They decided to start out the the new year with a bang. You know why? Why wait a month to, you know, uh, cause a bit of a drama? Let's just start it out strong. Uh, 2022, at least from a Roma perspective, it's slowly already turning into that Spider-Man meme where 2022 is pointing at 2021, 2020, and they're all just pointing at each other. That's how I feel like. It's almost like a continuum um, of some of this. Especially when you factor in COVID. Yes, that is very true. (laughs) Um, you did not catch it during the break. I caught it. However, yeah, um, I was not, I can confirm that I was not in Dubai with Mr. El Shadawi and Borja Mayhudal. Right. Um, <laughs> so I, I wasn't taking part in whatever. Well, with El Shadawi, oh, come a on. lot of things. Nah, stop it. Come on. Lot, lots of possibilities. You have an agenda. To, uh, that's what, that's what you on, have. Man. All right. Well. <laughs> We can start with the market. We can start with uh, we could start with the fact that Roma begin 2022 uh, in the first in the first two match days of the second half of their campaign. They have uh, they're at the San Siro to face Milan, and then they're at home to Juve. So I'm not going to say that this week is make or break because it's only the 4th of January. I feel oh, like so maybe we that's say it like soon. every week. We say it like every week. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, listen, I it's it's Tuesday. It's the 4th of January. I'm not in the mood for hot takes. I still don't have any sense of smell. So I'm just generally <laughs> pissed off mood. So maybe we can save the hot takes for another day. But that being said, it, this isn't make or break. But it is definitely kind of what we said uh, during that stretch where it was like Juve, Napoli, so on and so forth. You definitely can't lose both of these. That's all I know. Right. There's one thing I do know, whether or not you think this is a make or break week, whatever. What I do know is that you can't lose both of them. If you lose both of them, then, uh, I mean, we're not even waiting until mid-January for shit to hit the fan. We are in it full, uh, in it fully by what uh, they play 
the sixth, and then they play the tenth or the ninth, whatever it is, uh, it would be uh, all all sirens alarming just a few days after the new year. So the the perspective of that happening is not exactly uh, fun. Again, too early in my opinion to even be discussing things like that. But alas, um, the Serie A and their infinite wisdom. I don't know why they're doing this with the schedule. I, I mean, even for uh, like those traveling, you know, you could at least before this, you could plan out, okay, well, they're playing that team then. Uh, so I'll see them in, uh, in the summer as opposed to January when I'm freezing uh, my ass off. But you don't get that luxury anymore. Uh, now they're doing this stupid randomized uh, draw for the second half of, of the season, which, again, I can't stand. Maybe I sound like a boomer. So be it. But, man, this is um, this is interesting because <laughs> you have two very difficult matches back. They have work that they have to do on the market. We'll get to the market stuff in a bit. But this just seems like you have to have your foot all the way down on the pedal right away. You can't afford to, 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 to misstep uh, this early. No. Yeah. And uh, l let me first of all say that every time you, you mention Al Shirawi, you basically turn into Serpico. I don't know why. I don't know why you target him. I don't know what he did to you. This kid from Savona, hey. you know, you, you get on him like you're Al Pacino in the seventies <laughs> tracking down, you know, as a narc cop, um, and just uh, let him live his his Tony Montana lifestyle. You know, if if uh, if uh, if the snow is what he likes, then the the snow. Oh, he hey, get. I never said. To, hold on, I never. <laughs> I, you mentioned that. I never. Uh, oh, that oh yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, <laughs> sure, I did. Um, anyway, that just leave him alone. Uh, first of all, and 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 then you know what what really interests me is. You know what's so interesting about Dubai? You know, I mean, the, the guy goes to Dubai every yeah. like every chance he gets, he goes to Dubai and does the same thing of running uh, over the beach. He runs, <laughs> he jogs on the beach, he takes a selfie with his brother. Uh, goes he lives to the in Shanghai still. I have. Oh, to okay. Add. Then he's his not brother, not his brother, yes. but close friends and yeah. And, no, uh... no, no. It was his brother. Oh, his brother. Okay. His brother go. lives such an interesting life. He, so his brother is his agent, but he like shuttles in between Shanghai and Dubai. Um, I, I'm not going to speculate as to hmm. why, but I don't know. Given <laughs> okay. That's... given some of the um. Um, okay. Things wow. that they enjoy. I don't know. Is that is that is that you still you still got COVID or something? Is that yeah, why yeah, that's is what that, that works. That's okay. what that was. I got a little, yeah, powdery substance. Okay, I'm just you know. Uh, anyway, it just it just boggles my mind why somebody you know would would you know travel back and forth to to, to Dubai for the holidays, um, and uh, you know, but whatever, it's his money. Uh, yeah, let him enjoy him. it. Uh, you know. Going back to Roma, starting off this this second half of the season, uh, definitely important not lose to the two games. It's definitely the 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 priority should be, uh, you know, hopefully winning both of them. But yeah, um, at least I showing agree. you know showing up and 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 still getting a result here and there because you know you want to carry again. 
you want to show that the the game against Sampdoria to end 2021 was 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 a hiccup, um, and that you're still able to carry on the energy from from that performance against Atalanta that we, that we all remember, and um, and these are again, I don't know what if I I, I think it, I think I actually like the fact that they. You know, you have to open the season this, you know, strong against these teams, and because um, really doesn't, you know, if you look at Roma's history, it doesn't really make much of a difference um, with whether they go up against, you know, the likes of Genoa or Sassuolo after the, the, the New Year's. But but in this case, it's 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 exciting. It's exciting, and the team actually has something to look forward to, and the team obviously will approach this more of, oh, we, you know, we came off Atalanta, we, we beat them, now we can, we have a chance, you know, again, this, this, this storyline of the, the big teams, how are you going to do against the big teams, right? And uh, Jose Mourinho after Atalanta saying, oh, it's been 22 minutes since, um, since we won against the big team. And, and you want to carry that, that energy over to Milan, um, that, Go into this match pretty much full strength, you know, with with Leao, Rebic, Zlatan all available. Um, then Juve, you know, the Juve that are are getting back on track, are starting to 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 get into a groove. You don't want that. You want to stop them. You want to interrupt this this streak and um, and uh, you know definitely throw some shit at Massimiliano Allegri. Uh, and uh, and and so I, all in all. I actually find this challenge right at the you know right from the get go to be exciting. I think that this is this is you know a chance for players to feel more motivated than they would usually feel. And um and really what what you can expect from Roma is exactly that to play with with a lot of energy because that's not what we saw against Sampdoria. We were like, okay, that may happen. You know, it's a draw. It's a draw. It's a draw. Sampdoria. It's always an ugly game. Um maybe tired legs from that Atlanta game where you had to stay alert 90 minutes, even though you won four to one. Um, and, and now they have the opportunity to, to show up again against these sides that they should be, that they want to, they aspire to contend with. They are not there. They want to be there. Um, this is the time to do it. So, you know, mark it aside, um, Roma, you know, God forbid. Right now, got got got. You know, lucky to an extent with COVID, um, given you know how other teams have been hit. I mean, Jesus Christ, the Hellas Verona uh, have like ten positive players. Uh, Salernitana are absolutely on the downfall. They're 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 right in the trash can. Um, you know, Jeco uh, got it at Inter. Uh, so it's a uh, Again, we are we're we're that again. As you said, it's the Spider-Man meme because it seems like we've already been through this, right? We've we've seen this film before, um, unfortunately, and and that will be also a challenge. But for now, um, the Roma seem to still be in good shape uh, going into this match against Milan, and um, you know, as you said, we we should expect decent results, you know. Perhaps not perfect, um, because that again it takes takes a lot of consistency. It takes a lot of determination, which I still don't think that this Roma team has. Um, this these games are not make or break, because to make or break you would have to have an objective at the end of the season. I 
I, I still don't believe that there is, you know, in this, in, in Syria, an actual objective, a concrete, oh, this happens or, or nada, or we go home and, 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 you know, apocalypse now. No, I don't think that there is a scenario like that. Um, so definitely not make or break, but, um, it's a worthy challenge, a worthy challenge where you don't want to be, you know, the one again portrayed as the loser, the, 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 the you know, the, the bad underdog that cannot get resolved, that, that has, you know, a, a, a team that is not able to build on, on good results, a team that for some reason, uh, hangs hangs their head low and instead of 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 going into these games with with a lot of motivation and that's what they shouldn't do they should go into these games and i wish to see you know the same stuff that we saw against atalanta which is a team that was on a mission i want to see a team on a mission you know that to to open up this the the the, the second half to the season the first half, you know, it was resoundingly across all the board. You know, everybody from Pellegrini to Thiago Pinto to Mourinho, you know, everybody mentioned the, the loss to Bodo, the the inconsistency, the fact that, oh, they, they won against Atalanta and they beat them in that fashion. But at the same time, then they go on to draw against Sampdoria. The, 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 there seemed to be a general agreement of this first half to the season was, you know, disappointing. It was It was filled with highs and lows and... Maybe now the 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 you know the the idea is let's l- let's learn some, something right now, not at the end of the season. Let's start learning now, and the best way to do it is of, of course to to go up against Milan and uh, and and win the game and 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 grab the three points. Well, it looks like um, based on what we learned yesterday, Ibra uh, he will be there. He always seems to purge. Roma, regardless of the circumstances. Um, it, it's just astonishing. Uh, the guy can't score, uh, at least currently. Not really scoring a ton of goals, but when he does score... And also unavailable for the most part. So. Yeah, right, right. But uh, he sees Roma. He, I mean, he feels the need to make them pay. I don't think he's... Sc- Isn't Roma the side he scored against most in his career? Or uh, one of the most? One of, yeah, definitely. Oh, definitely. Even since he came back to Milan, it seems like you yes. cannot have a Roma-Milan or Milan-Roma without him uh, getting on the score sheet, which is a pain in the ass, but it is yeah. what it is. Um. The fact that this is at the San Siro, I don't listen. I don't know really what to make of it. Now, I was looking. Okay, I was looking at the probable formations uh, from all the newspapers and started salivating when I saw Florenzi. Okay, starting, but that also means that uh, Porguino alarm has been raised. The possibility uh, of Porguino is in the air. I think that is where this Milan can be exploited. Yeah, I mean, Pierre out, Florenzi, he's starting. Um, you have Romagnoli, who has been nothing short of terrible this season, in my opinion. I think he's been just uh, horrible, horrible. The f- and, and the fact that he's not even... I mean, if Kier was there, mm-hmm. obviously uh, he'd be on the bench. But this was an, you know, the, he went from a guy who was one of the, you know, viewed as one of the leaders, uh, the cap, uh, the captain, uh, to now 
he's more or less viewed uh, at a top club, at least, as a guy who can maybe come off the bench. So he struggled. Uh, I really don't know what to make of this one because it, I feel like with this Milan, I, I, I view them today the same way I did three or four months ago. I, don't, I, I really individually do not think that they are that strong, but it's the collective about them that makes them really good. Sure. Sure, I, I just, sure. I don't know, man. Um, now on the other side for Roma, pretty much everybody is back besides Spinazzola. Uh, Pellegrini, he'll be back in. Um, now they are playing this three at the back system. I, I cannot imagine that uh, that 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 Mourinho would veer away from that. Do you put Pellegrini uh, into the starting formation in place of? Mkhitaryan that is where I assume he would play in that almost like that hybrid midfield attacker role where he's given a lot of license to roam forward um because I would assume he is not touching Zaniolo Tammy Abraham up top so I assume we're just going to see the same things that we've been seeing in the previous matches except again Pellegrini in Mkhitaryan out um Smalling do we have to worry about him being available um hmm. Who knows? I don't even want to go down that path because that turns into a, a conversation that I definitely don't enjoy having. Um, <laughs> so, so, yeah. so, I mean, it's such a weird, it, it's such a weird match, man. I, like usually, again, we can sort of ease ourselves into these matches. Like when I, I think of January football, just I think of Kievo Verona. Shit weather, shit stadium. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Shit match. Shit performance, just everything about it is yeah. shit. Walter like, Birsa is... humiliating us. <laughs> Pellissier coming in the final five minutes. Just to... the, the what the the, the the Chievo three Roma three? Was that a Di Francesco special or was that a Paolo Fonseca first season special? I can't remember correctly. I can't remember just because Chievo Verona, I think, faded into nothingness uh, not so literally, long ago. Quite so. literally. They are yeah. nothingness now, which is great. Um, again, the death of any uh, Venetian football club, I will always celebrate. Always. Um, but, yeah, you know, again, I, I'm not used to... Talk about the matches. death of a club. What about Vicenza at the bottom of the... Hey. <laughs> I have faith in Federico Balzaretti to turn it around, and he and will. Brocchi. We Brocchi's there. <laughs> Hey, listen, uh, Vicenza, they can just declare bankruptcy for the 31st time and they just start anew. It's, I'm, okay. I'm used to it by now. But I don't know how to view this, Milan. No, I really it's, don't because it's, it's, yeah, they, it's, they, they've shown vulnerabilities. But, you know, with this Roma, um, man. You also don't that, know what you're getting, yeah. Well, yeah, that, that's the thing, too. You know, and I still think about this, okay? In the span of four days, okay, they go from playing w undoubtedly their most impressive performance in Bergamo their most uh, impressive victory since, in my opinion, uh, the victory in the Champions League uh, to to, uh, to go to the semifinal under Di Francesco. I, I mean, huge, huge. Logic would tell you that, okay, this will propel them to continue on this path. And then they go out and they play like that against Sampdoria. I ha you have no idea what the hell you are getting from this Roma. Yeah, but at the, same, at the same time, look at this, you know, look at what Milan do. Milan do very similarly in the last few weeks. Um, since 
they won against Roma 2-1. Two, 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 they had three draws, okay? Three draws, four losses, four wins. That's not exactly uh, a pristine record, okay? That's that's um that's a Roma record. That's a that's a that's a really middle of the road kind of record because they go from winning against Atletico Madrid uh at the death to losing against Sassuolo at home getting humiliated 3 to 1 uh hey, does that not look like a great victory by the way i have to say yeah i mean, uh, I mean in hindsight whew. yeah i mean they it, beat napoli too uh that looks like a pretty good win i have to say yeah the yeah and and uh, it's um it just shows you that, that again this is a team that the, the collective is good. They just can't, you know, they, they, they're, there's levels to this game right now. Inter are above everybody else. There's just an, an unstoppable uh, Napoli uh, ugh, again. But but in Milan are, are uh, you know, a, a team that is is trying to do to break through and be on the same level as Inter. And, 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 and they're trying, and I think they have the tools to do it collectively. Um, but... I you know looking at these results, looking at, at how both clubs are are doing in in recent weeks, I just don't see a clear favorite in in this matchup. Um, I think it's 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 just going to be who plays the hardest, um, mm-hmm. and it'd be a damn shame if after you know after that Atalanta match we have to go back to that game and say was that a was that a lone episode? Was that you know a one off? That would be really disappointing to oh, to not have to not have again that kind of display. No, I want to see it. I really want to be I don't here want to have that conversation in January. Please, no, no, no I'm, I just want to say you know that it'd be nice to um, to see that that we're building something. And in order to see that, you have to at least see the energy. I want you know none of that Sampdoria energy. I want. This match to really, I mean, this is this is Mourinho's return to San Siro, you know. And this is again, this is, and and he goes there, and 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 it was it was his home, and and um, you you just have to you just have to show up again collectively because you know Milan will do it. Pioli will will regroup uh, with with guys like Zatan again available. Rebic uh, that gives a huge boost to the morale of the team, uh, and. Um, and they they'll want to get back into it and start building uh, consistent performances to open the new year. You have to do the same. You just have to have that mentality. It's it's it it, it won't cut it if you if you just show up. No, you have to you have to be there and you have to play as hard as you played against uh, Atalanta because yeah, sure, um, different team, different matchups. You have maybe uh, more areas to exploit. Milan maybe don't are not as aggressive uh, in man marking as, as as Atalanta, but uh, it is it will still I think come down to who who wants it more. And like in a lot of previous big games, it always you know it's it, it, at least or at least in that in that Milan game again, it, it um, where obviously referee mistakes aside, it. It also came down to who wanted it more, and, and at the end of the day, Milan in that case uh, edged out, and and Roma 
Roma now have to make up for it. Um, they have to show that this is the kind of opponent they want to go up against. Uh, and I'm really tired of seeing the fraud Pioli, uh, you know, come out as a winner uh, after these games. So really, it's uh, it's just a matter of beating them because I cannot, you know, if I have to see one more of our patrons praising Pioli and saying, oh, this is his career, you know, that doesn't say much, but he's one of the greatest coaches to coach the Serie A. If I have to hear and, and see that, uh, I'm going to come on here and do seppuku because, uh, seriously, this is, you know, the this is unacceptable behavior um, and I, I will not tolerate, uh, you know, uh, this Pioli praise, which is, has gone long enough. It's it's time. It's done. It's it's not it's not funny. It was it was fun while it lasted. It was fun when it was at at Fiorentina when they went on that run following uh, Astori's death and everybody sort of cheered them on because of of how difficult the circumstances were. That was great, but that's a long time ago. And enough is enough. This man, he's got to go down. His reputation has got to go down because I cannot stand the fact that I'm seeing this guy getting renewed at Milan, being praised as the coach of the future. Meanwhile, he looks like my grandfather. Uh, and then I'm supposed to believe that this is the future of Italian football. No way. No, 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 no. I can't. So I'm just hoping in a Jose Mourinho masterclass of absolutely going to the San Siro showing a middle finger to Milan fans, uh, you know, scoring a banger, then closing up shop, returning home with three points. That's what that's that's the that's the kind of movie I want to see on Thursday night. I hope you're right. I hope you are right, because. Um, listen, it was nice to to beat Atalanta. We forgot what it was like. But. I forget who one of our patrons. Or I think somebody messaged it to me privately, but it was they were more or less saying it's time for Roma to to start acting like a proper big club. You know, um, beating Atalanta should not be a one off, and we shouldn't be uh, making it seem as though we saw uh, you know um, an you know like a shooting star in the sky, something that happens once every so often, you know, this should be something that they do consistently and they need to go out and, and prove something here because I, I agree. They listen in the first half of the season, there were a lot of excuses on their side, the new manager, you still have relatively new ownership. You're trying to fix the financial issues from the era of Palota plenty of reason to 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 find uh, excuses and alibis in in your results okay but i think now is really when they need to turn it on and really show some maturity because you know what even just one victory if, if if they lose one and win one between these two andy i view that as a positive i do um no, some for may sure. disagree. Yeah. I, I think some may disagree with that but from my perspective if you can win at least one of these two no i could take in, it no i could take yeah. it yeah yeah. yeah, for sure. I mean, you are in good shape. You lose both, though, and it's, uh, you know, again, I, I don't even want to venture down. No, no, uh, no, no, the... no. We're keeping it light. We are, we're, we're in a good mood. We're, we're happy. It's yeah. the new year. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to the market, um, only because uh, what I'm reading right now could be deemed uh, uh, 
uh, old news, I guess, so to speak, uh, relatively soon. So where, where do we want to start? Um, do we want to start with the ins, Ainsley Maitland-Niles, because I have Sky Sports on right now on my, uh, on my computer up, and of course, they just veered away from it. They had our, our good friend Angelo Mangiante on there. Um, oh, <laughs> was, he Ainsley under, was he under Ed Jacob's house? <laughs> is he still reporting from there is that guy still camping in a tent outside amras <laughs> oh my gosh okay well let's start with the incoming stuff yeah. um so uh right now sky spot is saying ainsley maitland niles he would be coming andy on a dry loan so roma initially offered loan option to buy they didn't get a response from arsenal so in order to expedite the deal, they have changed it to a dry loan, straight loan, six months, um, without any options to buy for Ainsley Maitland Niles. Which is still, um, I mean, it is, it's still, this is the, this is just a way probably to, to speed up the whole thing. But yes, you know, usually in these cases, it's, it's the, the loan and then you the two clubs if if it's if it's worth it if it's worth investing the two clubs go over and discuss it right yeah they, there's a nod nod a wink wink so to speak involved kind of like everybody talks about this buyback clause that uh, that Chelsea has with with Roman Tammy Abraham and everybody was saying that right. I was wrong because they right. didn't put it in the press release there is a buyback clause and it's a gentleman's agreement you don't have to right. you, you do not have to publish that. Right. Um, yeah, I see. I see now that Demarts is also saying that that uh, that the two clubs could eventually, um, yes. either in the coming weeks or in the coming months, uh, negotiate, uh, uh, you know, uh, um, a fee for for the player himself. Correct. This is more so just to get it over the line. You can revisit it whenever you want, which I, I think is the smart move. Uh, as per usual, I let me just repeat myself. For players that I have not seen or I have not watched consistently, I am not um, ever going to make broad judgments. I'm never going to pretend that because I watch a 10-minute YouTube compilation, I know everything about them, um, and I, I know how they would fit in tactically, so on and so forth. But let's just start with, with this one. Um, I said in a, a Patreon podcast that I did during the during the break that my view on Roma's market this month, I thought they would bring in two guys. Uh, I thought they would bring in a uh, somebody who could be a vice to Karsdorp, and I thought they would bring in a defensive midfielder. I think they're only going to bring in one guy, Andy. I do. Um, they have very few offers on the table besides uh, for Brian Reynolds, uh, he, which we'll get into momentarily here because I'm literally messaging with, uh, someone in his entourage at, uh, at this very second, um, he will be going on loan. Uh, it's close that he's going on loan to Anderlecht. Um, there's reports saying 18 months, but someone very, 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 very close to him, uh, is saying it would be six months, not 18, six months. Um, so Maitland-Niles, a guy who, and correct me if I'm wrong, okay, he can play wide, he can play in the midfield, 
But I saw a couple of interviews that he gave where he, he, he said he preferred to play in the midfield. Now, from my perspective, I think one of the most, um, I, I guess, appetizing traits that he has is he can play two roles. I don't want to use the word uh, jolly because anytime I use it... That's the it end was, of the, a footballer's career right there. Correct. <laughs> it, it, it's, it simultaneously marks the end of somebody's career because we use that so often for Alessandro Florenzi and it turned into more of a ironically... Or poor term. Brian Cristante who still has no idea where he belongs on the pitch to this day because... <laughs> You know, they go from telling just, just him attack, attack to defend, defend. Could you imagine being that guy? You, 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 you. Uh, no, yeah, that's a, 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 it's a done. record I mean, in your. You have yeah. your best career uh, scoring yeah, yeah. record uh, of your senior career, brutal. and then within like brutal. fifteen yeah. months, you're playing central defender. Yeah, brutal, brutal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so Maitland Niles. Listen, uh, I only watch Serie A. I, I, I watch the Premier League, but it, it's more so in a casual sense uh, as a getaway to uh, uh, a lot of the craziness that we have to deal with uh, in Italy. So I, I'm not uh, very uh, honed in on a lot of these English sides. But from my perspective, in a very, uh, I, I guess, my elementary take on it is I think the fact that you could put him out wide and or in the midfield is one of the traits about Maitland-Niles that is probably most appealing to Roma, Pinto, and Mourinho. Um, my issue is, though, uh, when it comes to the midfield, at least, uh, as far as profiles go, I definitely don't think if we're just strictly saying, hey, Roma need to bring in a Mediano, a defensive midfielder who has a physical presence, who can, uh, you know, who you can just sit in front of the defense. He can break up the play. He can, uh, uh, he can be sort of the stalwart that allows Veritu to venture forward like he so often does, and he can get caught out quite often. That's not him, right? I'm not incorrect mm -hmm. in saying that. No, you probably no. know much better than I do. I, I know very little about this guy beyond what I've read. So, I, I mean, I, my elementary take on it is, hey, the fact he can play multiple roles, you know, it's right. kind of like the two birds, one stone. Right. Now, I, you know, I mean, it's also difficult to talk about the guy who uh, I believe didn't, doesn't even have like uh, 10 appearances in the Premier League this season. Um it's it's difficult to, to and 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 more as a substitute. It's like if you were going off and having to talk about, uh, say, VR. You know, uh, you know, you're a pro, you're a fan from a, a team that is rumored to be linked with, with with VR, and you look at you look at what VR did this season, <laughs> and you ask yourself, what what kind of joke is this? You know, um, because at the end of the day, Madeleine Niles was also that kind of profile of. Uh, I believe he was at West Brom last season and um, started there. At the same time, previously was at Arsenal. Started for a while. Again, didn't have much. Didn't have a chance really to to uh, to present himself, you know, as a fully formed player. And um, and to this day, and I, I think that he's an enigma for for a lot of. A lot of people um, and, and fans that sort of hear his name again because you 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 listen these to these rumors and one says oh he's coming in as a as a fullback and the other the rumor says oh he's coming in as a midfielder <laughs> what, what what 
what the hell um and uh so that's the case that's the that the, that's the case of a player that we we don't really much know uh, about but um i i think at the end of the day this is still mm, Listen, uh, the thing that I said before this market would begin is that I don't want to see mm, uh, deals that then you have to, you, you know, that bring some repercussions that you'll have to face in the coming years. So taking somebody, say like like those rumors of of Herrera, you know, a guy who's <laughs> 32 or whatever, and um, much like Nacho, where he's been, he's he's really been at Roma yeah. for five seasons already. Yeah, pretty much, uh, pretty much, <laughs> and 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 that's that's the kind of thing that you you hope there is no truth to it because that 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 sends the wrong message here. I don't think so. This is a guy, 24, um, just turned 24. I think still figuring things out, but but probably has been identified by listen. And, and this is, I mean, we brought in a scout from Leicester, right? Uh, then we this summer when yeah. when we were making up Thiago Pinto's uh, team, we we brought in a scout from Leicester. A lot of scouts, an entirely a, new staff. A lot of yeah, sure, a lot of scouts. But I'm just saying his most uh sort of i i don't know the the, the guy that got more more traction yeah that got yeah. more traction on twitter because he's got a, a twitter profile this guy who worked at Leicester and um and you know based on on the type of profiles that have come up uh, you know even even the 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 deal for abraham shows that the club is you know again taking taking things into a certain direction guys who have the potential still haven't uh, fulfilled it still haven't been given the actual chance by the respective teams like Chelsea Chelsea didn't want to give Abraham a chance now when it mattered now when they could win something right they they preferred to go and 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 count on Lukaku um Abraham was really just the, their middleman when their market was was blocked under Lampard um that's that that that's that's what happened and and i think that pretty much this is the case you know you want there roma are going for a, a type of profile that of a player that that wants to prove himself um that wants to have that chance to 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 play a more significant role somewhere else um maybe somewhere that completely different than their original setting such as the premier league um which is always always a big a big difficult step for for a player because you're you're leaving what is arguably the greatest league in the world and and you're moving to to a place like Italy with all of its problems um besides its tax thing um for for players and and coaches like Fonseca who I believe still to this day was was you know was very happy with what he was making here and um and so I just think that it, 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 at the end of the day I don't know much about this player, but I, 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 I actually, I think I can see the direction the club is going for. Now, will it pay off? That's the question. You know, you're bringing in a guy, and you don't exactly know if. I mean, does he start? Nah, I don't think so. But, but at the same time, this is a Roma team that says, "Oh, we want to compete in the in the Conference League." Then, yeah, sure, he'll start. You, you'll need him um, because Karsdorp is 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 not gonna play them all. In the midfield again, anything can happen. Um, and the fact that we lacked rotation in the midfield because VR wasn't 
wasn't a good option for for uh, for Mourinho and and this and that. So probably it's always good to have it's hand, it comes in handy, right? To have somebody again. This is a player that Mourinho spoke to, a player that I'm sure that even Mourinho is familiar with and was what in some way was probably also indicated by Mourinho himself. Um, and and uh, so I'm just I I think that we we'll see because um, it's it's interesting. I I I hope I hope this is my hope that that he will not be the 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 only deal made in this month. But again, you gotta face the facts. The facts is that Roma need players to exit the club. Bring in money, bring in cash. Doesn't it can also be like like with Under, like with Powell, obligations that are easily fulfilled. That gives the club some some room to maneuver because right now they don't have it with with Fazio, Santon, Viar, Borja Mayoral, big question mark, Kumbula, big question mark. Um, they they just don't know. They don't know who they they can count on. Who's gonna bring in the money to then go out there and make a deal? That's the only thing they're really stopping with. If 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 that you know if if it was up to Roma, they'd have uh, somebody like Grilich already in here. I'm just saying you know a name that has been linked for a, a couple of months already, and um and it's sort of all quiet on the Western Front right now. But that's because nobody's moving. Nothing is moving. Everything's quiet. So there is a lot of rumors about this team being interested in Diawara, this team being interested in VR. But if you don't bring me an offer and I can't let that player go, I will not be able to to make a deal for the player I want to bring in. So all in all, um, I see Maitland-Niles also as as being, you know, of course, it's we don't want to say jolly. At the end of the day, we're bringing in a guy who who can help give additional depth to the roster which is ultimately what Mourinho has been going on about over and over and over since the beginning of the season now you're 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 providing him with with a little bit of that you know it's not it's not everything Maitland Niles is not going to solve Roma's problems we don't want to put that pressure on a on a player that has appeared in what eight matches all season long so far so um it's uh it's a deal that I think works if you take into consideration, you know, long term what Rome are going for, the kind of profiles that they seem to be attracted to. Yeah, definitely for sure. Okay, so let's leave it there. Just a couple of uh, transfer market related items to get to just before we sign off here. So I, as the news came down from Sky Sport about uh, Ainsley Maitland Niles, I contacted Roma in regards to the deal and they haven't confirmed it. However, I did also speak with a spokesperson from the communications team at Arsenal and they are indeed confirming that the deal is done. So Ainsley Maitland-Niles is joining Roma. We're still waiting for the details regarding medical and all of that other good stuff, but this, in my opinion, as I said earlier, I think this is a good move, a versatile player who can play multiple roles. And it is, uh, as Sky Sport originally reported, Arsenal is indeed confirming that uh, it is a straight loan deal. So no options to make the move permanent. However, 
I do believe that this will end up being like the Tammy Abraham buyback clause. If you go back to the summer, you will notice that the there's no mention of a buyback within the official communication to the Borsa Italiana on Roma's website, they make no mention of a buyback clause. However, there is 1,000% a buyback clause inserted, more so a gentleman's agreement. You don't have to put that in there if both clubs sort of have a mutual understanding. So I, I envision that the ability to make this move permanent will be uh, uh, similar to something like that. So what this will do then is this is going to free up Brian Reynolds, uh, as I said, uh, I've been in touch, I mean, never since he arrived at Roma uh, with a couple of members of his entourage, but one uh, one person from his entourage confirming that the loan move to Anderlecht is now getting close. It is for a six-months loan deal, straight loan deal. Now, that could change, I'm being told, because a few websites early on, I believe it was Tutto Mercato Web, who stated it would be an 18 months loan deal to Anderlecht. Um, I am being told by someone in his entourage that is not the case right now. Roma, Anderlecht, they are discussing a sixth, six months loan deal, not 18. So that's where we stand right now. By the time you listen to this, uh, who knows what else could happen. Um, things like Zakaria, that ship has sailed. He, I, I mentioned this on a couple of earlier episodes, but he recently, or not recently, uh, maybe four or five months ago, he switched agents. He was with Fali uh, Ramadani, the super agent that Tiago Pinto of Roma is very, 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 very close with. And his new agent um, works for the HSM agency, which is headed up by uh, Hassan Setinkaya, who's the agent of uh, Robin Olsen the Swedish goalkeeper that Roma still own, but he's on loan uh, in the UK currently. Roma have terrible, terrible, terrible relations with uh, Setekaya. There's there's a lot of backstory that involves um, Olsen's move to Cagliari. Roma used their own intermediaries for that deal, and they cut Setekaya out of the negotiation. That really pissed him off. On top of that, Setekaya's uh, uncle is Byram Tutumlu, who is the uh, uh, one of the, the heroes of Ramon Monchi. And if you remember, I think in 2019, or maybe it was 2018, I can't recall. But he went on a really long um, uh, social media campaign hitting out at Roma, the way they do business. And I, I believe you mentioned <laughs> Uh, Franco Baldini by name, Palotta by name, and yeah, it's a big mess. So the new agent that uh, Zakaria is with uh, works for that agency. So I I, uh, I don't envision him coming to Roma. In fact, I know Juve have a pretty strong offer on the table for him. And then on top of that, his father is asking for just a huge, huge, huge commission that really just makes it uh, not palatable of, uh, of, of, a, of a deal for Roma. So that ship has sailed. Um, I, I reported this on the site one week ago, uh, Grilich of, of Hoffenheim. That's another possibility. Uh, Roma, we were uh, going to be meeting with his agent sometime this week. I, be- uh, I believe it's either Wednesday or Thursday. I, I have to go back in my messages and look. But um, 
I don't think that's a deal that will get done either. Hoffenheim, I've seen some sites reporting, uh, you know, six million, eight million. I was told they were asking twelve million euros for Grievish, who uh, he he uh, his contract expires in the summer. So again, at that figure, Roma, they 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 just can't afford it. That that's out of their uh, deal of that nature that expensive that's out of their means at this very moment. But let's see what happens. Maybe uh, somebody comes forth and presents an offer for somebody like Diawara, which hasn't happened yet. But uh, who knows? Uh, The market always uh, gives us a surprise or two. So, again, that is where things stand. Uh, Ainsley Maitland-Niles is joining Roma. Arsenal have confirmed it. Uh, Roma, their stance right now is... um, we're, we're waiting to see, but Arsenal are confirming it, as is uh, the one of the Italian uh, intermediaries who helped work on the deal. He's confirming it, too. So Ainsley Maitland-Niles joining Roma, uh, and that should unlock uh, Brian Reynolds to join Anderlecht on loan. So that is where we will leave it for today. We will be back after the match on Thursday against Milan. Uh, Andy and myself will be back Friday to to break that down, break down the, the this market news, go more in depth about it, and hopefully we see Roma start out the second half of their campaign in in good fashion. It would be a very very welcome uh, boost to everybody, players, manager, and the supporters. So fingers crossed. Okay, everyone, thank you as always so so much for tuning in once again. Happy New Year! Thank you for staying with us throughout this past year, really throughout these last couple of years where they have more or less morphed together to form one cohesive yet extremely long year. I know it's been tough for everybody, but uh, I hope that Andy and myself have been able to provide, even if momentarily for five minutes, some uh, some moments of levity and enjoyment. So as always, thank you. Thank you, of course, to our wonderful patrons over at Patreon who allow us to continue doing all of this. Your support means absolutely everything. It is crucial. So we thank you, all of our wonderful patrons. We will chat with you again in a few days. So until then, ciao. Ciao.